Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Brian and Dylan Take on the World. This week, of course, we're covering Avengers, so I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Here's the show. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it, run from it, destiny still arrives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Brian and Dylan Take on the World. I am, of course, your co-host, your probably least likable person on this whole channel, Dylan. Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) They still have me to contend with. I am accompanied by my good friend Brian. Brian, I am. I'm a little like I'm. I'm, I'm very. I'm very excited to talk about this. Yes. And then now we just recap this about 20 minutes before jumping on. But then mm. now I think it fully hit me just how amazing uh, Avengers: Infinity War was. Yes. What? By the way, I'm Brian, everybody. And yes, what a feat of movie making to have a coherent story that not only you know, flows well, has decent pacing, but also makes like sense and has scenes feeding off one another. It just, what, what a film. So obviously today we are reviewing Avengers Infinity War before Brian just went on that little ramble. Yes. It's the thing that this podcast has been building towards, has been waiting for, for what, about two and a half months now, maybe two months. Yes. It's all been coming to this. I don't even know how we'll have a podcast after this, but we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to trek on just to get to Avengers four. Mm-hmm. But if any war came out this weekend, mm-hmm. Brian and I both saw it twice. Yes. And uh, up front, right away, I guess mm-hmm. we're gonna do a very, very, very brief non-spoiler review. Yes. And then we are going to do a very in-depth, lengthy mm-hmm. spoiler review. So, Brian, if you want, you can kind of cover the non-spoiler review for us right now. So in this film, Thanos is trying to obtain the Infinity Stones. The Avengers team up with the Guardians and attempt to stop it. We have tons of crossover of characters, some kind of like odd pairings that end up working incredibly well. It's everything you love about Marvel movies is here. And then I think there's some unexpected things that will make you love these movies even more. I can't recommend it enough if you're a Marvel fan. If you haven't seen a good portion of the other movies, there might be some parts that don't make sense. But I think overall you'll be able to understand, okay, this is the bad guy. Okay, these are the good guys. They're trying to stop the bad guy from completing something and... I would recommend this to pretty much everyone, unless you're one of those people who's like, no, I need to see all the other movies before I see this. In that case, I would recommend watching all those movies and then seeing this, because this movie was really amazing, in my opinion. So, for me, I don't think that I can properly review this movie without fully mentioning spoilers. Mm -hmm. So, my one 
non-spoiler review for this will be go see this movie if you haven't already. <laughs> if you haven't go see, if you haven't seen this movie already. I don't know if it's because you know you have you're in a health crisis right now, a financial crisis, mm-hmm. or, or you, you can just get a ticket. If you just haven't gone to see this because you just haven't gone to see this, go see this movie, bruh. Because it is unlike any other superhero movie you've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. It's a comic book fan's wet dream coming really, to life on really the screen. Is. That's a good way to put it. And the things that happen in the movie, like I said, is nothing you have ever seen in a superhero movie before, ever. Mm-hmm. It almost to a point gets, uh, I don't want to say artsy, but it gets very, very unorthodox. Mm-hmm. But that's my non-spoiler review. It's a type of movie where from the jump, it's like it's spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I would just add one thing that I can say non-spoiler. I was surprised that Thanos is a as much a main character as anyone else in this movie. You you get you get a lot of, and I agree. You get a lot more Thanos backstory than I thought we were going to, mm-hmm. which I guess, it was all pretty much like second and third party information you were getting mm-hmm. throughout the entire series up until obviously this movie. This is really the first time. This is the first time we've seen Thanos, in person. Mm-hmm. Other than the ending, the 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 after credit scene in the first Avengers movie, yeah. Because in Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't he just like a projection or something like that? Something like that. He wasn't. He was barely in it. He just yeah. kind of stared menacingly and sat yes. on his throne. That's right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. So uh, this <laughs> this is the first time we've got like full blown Josh Brolin, mm-hmm. who I will say Josh Brolin crushes it as Thanos. Mm-hmm. He did very very good. I can't really imagine anybody else doing Thanos because as well as he did it. Very heavy. Very very heavy on the CGI though. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. He's entirely CGI. So let's not make it sound like he's gonna win an Academy Award, but. Mm-hmm. I thought Josh Brolin's voice as Thanos fit the CGI and the sinisterness of Thanos very, very well. Mm, I agree. So, without further ado, I think we should just jump in straight spoilers. Yes. This, this Everybody, is our... this, this is spoiler time. <laughs> Don't spoiler be mad time. at us. So, spoilers. Just leave. Yeah. Just leave. If you haven't seen this movie, leave. Yes. Don't come back until you've seen this movie. I don't want you here. <laughs> But we do want you to listen afterwards. Yes. After you great, see it. Great review, five stars. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're doing spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. I fucking love this movie, Brian. Yeah, man, me too. I, I really can't even articulate how amazed I am by the feat of filmmaking and how like happy I am as a superhero fan to get a movie like this. So it's not every day that you have half of your cinematic universe killed off in like 30 <laughs> seconds. No. And all like the future of the whole like seemingly what we thought going into the movie, all the people who are like going to carry us forward. Uh, as we did, as we said, we were like we were pretty goddamn sure that there was going to be one, there had to be one major death. Mm-hmm. So it's like you and I had said, there has to be some sort of consequence to this entire thing. Yeah. There's no way they can escape from here. We're just having somebody like vision killed. Although vision dying is pretty big. Yeah. They killed him Which, twice. Twice. <laughs> like, tw- like they forced, 
they forced Scarlet, Scarlet Witch to kill him. Yeah. And then she, the, he did the rewind in Scarlet Witch's face. She fully knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Killed him again. Uh, and then his body, his corpse looked pretty. Uh, pretty oh bad. God, that was brutal. So we obviously our official deaths. So let's just go over the official deaths right now. Mm -hmm. We have Gamora, which was I would say Gamora's Gamora was probably the biggest one. I was very I, surprised. I was surprised, especially because I didn't read the Infinity Gauntlet comic. So I was I don't know if that's what happened. Very surprised about that. that. <laughs> I was I was. Let's just, I guess we, let's just jump into that scene first. Mm -hmm. As we're doing, let's, so we're going to do deaths. Let's let's review yeah. the deaths quickly. So we have Gamora, and then we obviously have fucking Red Skull. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere, on, I think they have a planet called Boromir. Mm -hmm. So Red Skull just comes out of nowhere. Yes, he says he was rejected by the Space Stone and banished here. Kind of like cursed by the Space Stone. And by the way, I'm now like a spooky ghost. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is a ghost now. I, th I thought it was like a Death Eater at first. I'm yeah, like, well, right. Now we're getting a little too much crossover. With I know. Guy. I was like, oh, I wonder, um, like, what character this is. Like, this must be a Marvel character I'm unfamiliar with. So I do, I do, I did confirm that it is not the same voice as the original Red Skull with, uh, with uh, Hugo know, Weaving. Yes, it is not Hugo Weaving. At first, I thought it was the guy see. that plays Littlefinger oh, in Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> Right, I thought right. that was his voice. I guess it was some actor who's in a dinger. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Regardless, you get a little Red Skull, who we obviously have not seen since Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that whole scene worked great because we never we didn't know how he was going to get the, the the Soul Stone. Right. No idea. That was the one stone. We didn't know where it was. And I'm really glad in that video we didn't do a theory because we never would have guessed this. No, no, I can <laughs> safely say that. Yeah. So then, obviously, we find out that the only way to get the Soul Stone is for Thanos to give up something he loves, to sacrifice something he loves. But mm -hmm. more laughs in his face, thinking you don't love a goddamn thing in this universe. You're screwed. You're not going to be able to get the stone. And then, as we mentioned earlier, we see a real, I guess you could say, human part to Thanos. That mm -hmm. one, he actually truly, actually did love Gamora. Yeah. Uh, two, we actually see Thanos. We see how far Thanos is willing to go to get all these stones and to fulfill what he thinks is his destiny. Mm -hmm. As he says, he rejected his destiny once. He won't allow it to happen again. Mm -hmm. And Chuck's Chuck's Gamora off the top of the mountain. She dead. Yeah, she like uh, they lingered on her broken body and everything to just really drive home that. She is super dead. He is very, very dead. So she is body one of who is officially dead. Mm. Officially dead number two. We obviously have Vision, who we just discussed. Mm -hmm. I thought Vision was going to die like four different times in this movie, to be honest with you. Because mm. Vision was constantly just getting stabbed, like constantly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, they had to do it because his phasing like ability was super OP. And so they're like, okay, he gets stabbed and the blade breaks his phasing power. Fair enough. Which that first scene when I first saw that, when they're in they're in Scotland, just mm. comes out of nowhere and he gets jacked. Yeah. I really I was like, oh well that's vision. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. So obviously we have Vision dead, killed by well, first killed by Scarlet Witch, then mm. killed by Thanos. Scarlet Witch tried to to pull the 
the the what was his stone called again? His soul stone is the mind stone. The mind stone. We did a whole video on it. I probably should know that. that. She destroys the mind stone, kills him. But then, oh by the way, as we mentioned, Thanos has time stone, which plays a pretty big part in all this. Since you can just rewind to fast. Yeah, that was such a good scene. Do whatever you want. <laughs> So another thing that we've never seen in a, in a movie like this before is you see you see Scarlet Witch basically do the thing she was trying to do the most and end up killing Vision, who's her love. It kills him, so she's already dealing with that guilt, and then you're like, oh, shit, like, he's not going to get the Mind Stone, but he still has the four others, or five others, excuse me, and he just rewinds it. Like, it was such an emotional scene, and then out of nowhere, like, hey, oh, yeah, I have the Time Stone, idiot. Reminds it, uh, obviously kills Vision. Then <clears throat> he now has all five stones. Pretty important based on what happens next. Yeah, I mean, in order for this movie to have the consequences that ultimately it does have, um, he needs all five stones. And yeah, uh, I guess six stones rather. Um, and I want to go back for deaths just for a minute. Um, cause Loki and, uh, Hamdahl yep. die at the very yep. beginning. And I think definitely dead for good. Both I agree. Um, uh, I, I can't yeah. see Loki doing another, another Loki trick. Like I can't see him doing more mischief. I think that was a very, very real death mm-hmm. scene for him. And then Hamdahl, I, I kind of, I like, I, I had figured once we kind of pieced together that, that, that was the ship that they were being attacked. Mm-hmm. But still pretty brutal. But he did the awesome thing. Obviously, he projected Hulk back. Yeah, open the Bifrost one more time. But Thor, literally, I mean, they go into this movie. Thor basically lost like everything he had left. Yes. On, on that ship. So, let's kind of touch up on there since we're there now. <laughs> we'll start with that scene. We're gonna try to recap, mm-hmm. basically like points of the movie. So we'll start with that. Obviously, Thanos' ship is attacking, destroying, and killing. Uh, what's left of the Asgardians in their refugee ship. Mm-hmm. When I think really, really crazy moment, the Marvel credits come, and there's no music. Just from the jump, you're like, all right, this is a different beast. Well, it was almost like it was like a uh, like a like a World War II movie. Right. Because you have like the radio call of the Asgardians, which I, I thought that was awesome. Mm. So obviously we get there, Thanos is just fucking messing people up. Yeah. And then we get in. So one thing I wasn't sure about, Valkyrie didn't seem to be on that ship. No, and then later on, Thor says that he killed half my people. Mm-hmm. And so I I guess Valkyrie's going to be that well, part of the half that didn't die. Mm-hmm. Just so they can be like, okay, we can use Valkyrie in the future. Part of it was also because maybe she was just too busy filming... Westworld. Westworld. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Uh, uh, so, uh, alert, alert, alert. <laughs> Your boy's caught up on Westworld. Yes. Oh, man, that means you can join the podcast. I am. <laughs> Don't fully spoil it for me yet, though, because I'm not going to be caught up until you're hearing this podcast now. Gotcha. But I am all caught up, man. I'm on the final episode of season one. Got two other episodes left, uh, awesome. including the new one. So I'm there. I'm there. Awesome. But back on to Avengers. So yeah, no, no, no Valkyrie, which I kind of like, but mm. it really seemed like there was no way anybody survived that. 
other than Thule, but oh, anyways, they must have sent them elsewhere before they did all the blowing up of the ships and stuff. I don't know. Yep. I don't know if there's a few escape pods that got out of there. I don't know. Yeah. That ship's pretty damn big, but sure. obviously some things go down. We get a little of a chat between Thor and Thanos and Loki, and then obviously eventually Loki says, hey, we have a Hulk, by the way. Mm. Hulk yeah, and great reversal from the first Avengers. And then we really see the how good Thanos is in combat, hand-to-hand mm. combat specifically. He, he messed Hulk up. Yeah, and granted, he has the Power Stone at this point. So even, there's even that. The, his, his speed was like, it was impressive. Yeah, the Hulk was swinging very wildly, and then Thanos was like a boxer, mm-hmm. just like picking his shots and just just literally beat the Hulk so bad he doesn't show back up in the movie. So part of the reason why I think that, 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 that he was that good with fighting before he got the Power Stone was because uh, Squidward... Squidward, the wizard there, basically mm-hmm. said, like, hey, don't intervene. Let him have his fun. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, we get that Hulk gets uh, decimated, and then Hemdall teleports Hulk back to Earth. And then at that point, we get Loki, who we think is going to do a Loki thing and betray Thor, which, obviously, I don't think in the back of our head, none of us really thought he was going to do that. Not anymore. I think we're we're kind of like, okay, we forgive Loki, and he's he's turned over a new leaf. Tries to kill Thanos, but I think it was more of like, hey, I'm going to die anyway. Let me at least try it, even though it's like a 0.0001% chance it works. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Thanos catches him because he now has the Space Stone. Yeah, t- he timed stone. that wrong. <laughs> Which, that's a great line, too, where Thor's like, we don't have it. We destroyed it. Yeah. And then Loki pulls it out. He's like, you really are the worst, brother. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Which, it's good. The humor in this for a pretty damn dark movie. The humor in this was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I thought, think he carried Thor over well from Ragnarok. I think the humor with all this, with a lot of people, was it worked really well with the story, mm-hmm. which is nice because I think this would have been a very, very depressing movie right. had we not had that humor. But that's 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 typical Marvel. That's mm-hmm. why Marvel's on top. So obviously, then we get <laughs> we get Loki dead, choked out to death, pretty gruesome. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> So then Thanos is like, hey, I'm out of here, by the way. I'm just going to destroy this ship and everybody else on here. They bounce out of there. Thor is left to die, presumably. Mm-hmm. We obviously then get Hulk crashing down from the Bifrost into New York, into Doctor Strange's little little place. Doctor Strange and Wong are like, hey, what's going on here? And then we obviously see that uh, Bruce Banner is coming back to being Bruce Banner, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Holy shit, Thanos!" And then I love that part where Doctor Strange yeah. goes, "Who?" Yeah, and that's and we, the whole cold open of this movie. Very long cold open. Yeah. I think it was 15 minutes long. Yeah, and then it cuts to that, and then obviously we get Tony in the park mm-hmm. talking about life after being Iron Man. We see his cool little new, which we didn't see. I don't think we fully saw in Spider-Man: Homecoming his new little little power chest thing yeah his, i've got uh, the actual name technology yes there's like arc reactor looking uh arc reactor chess yeah. chess piece yeah. so we get that and then dr strange is like hey it's the fate of the world like almost like a like a cheeky cheesy little thing mm-hmm. and then he's like yeah who <laughs> i love that line too he's like yeah are you selling tickets pal yeah that's so good and then we get we get uh bruce Banner back and obviously they haven't seen him since since age of ultron mm-hmm. 
and he's like, hey, Thanos is coming. So let me get the backstory of Thanos. The Big Bang caused all these stones. Yep. Wong is proving all what's going on. And then he's like, hey, tell me his name again. It's Thanos. Um, and then all of a sudden, we start to hear some shit going on outside. So Wong, Doctor Strange, Bruce, and Tony head outside, and we see that a Thanos ship has arrived. Really cool technology they're using. They're basically like sucking everything up, mm-hmm. whipping it around. We got chaos, and then we get obviously Squidward, and then we get like the the Thanos version of the Hulk. Yep. Um, so this is Ebony Ma. Yep. And uh, the Thanos version of the Hulk is called Obsidian. Okay. So there's it's not that important. I don't know if any of them are actually named in the movie. I, I wasn't 100 sure, but I'm just gonna keep calling him Squidward because they called him Squidward. Yeah, yeah. I think Ebony Ma does get mentioned by name by Thanos later in the <laughs> yeah, movie. I think you're right. When he asks, is, "Is he dead?" Yeah. Yeah, but I can't remember them naming. Um, Proxima Midnight, who's Carrie Coon's character, mm-hmm. or Corvus Glaive, maybe, maybe when they're talking between the shield, but ultimately they're just here to be like menacing, but people that the Avengers can take out to make us feel like, oh, they could win this. You kind of just blew my mind. I didn't realize that was Carrie Coon until right now. Yeah, I actually wonder if they cast her because of the ending. Very, very interesting. I did not realize I was Carrie Coon until now. That's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, so obviously we get that. We get a little bit of battle where Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Wong, and the Hulk. Well, sort of, not really the Hulk. There's just banners there. <laughs> the Hulk is, his pride is completely shattered. I'm by Thanos, so he wants nothing to do with any of this. Right. So we get a cool little battle there, and then we get see Spidey jump into it, which... I think Spider-Man, you said it a few podcasts ago that Spider-Man's strength is on par with maybe even Captain America. Yeah. And I told you to go fuck off. But he looked, he, I think his strike, he was really strong in this movie. Spider-Man is super strong, man, I'm telling you. He, like, he caught the punch of, of the of the coal obsidian. Yep. And then from there on, I was just like, okay, Spider-Man's pretty strong. And he catches this super nonchalantly, too. Yeah. Like he's about to lay a like final blow on Tony. He just pops in. He's like, hey, Mr. Stark, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> so we get that little fight, and then obviously the, the Cole Obsidian gets sent into, I guess, what, what, what can we call that little Doctor Strange time warp thing? Yeah, well, I don't know. I just, I've just been calling it a portal. We'll call it the portal. He gets caught in the portal. His arm gets sawed off. Mm. He did. Yeah. And, well, well, so. well, he might not he be dead, but he's with the arm yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. You think he's dead? He ain't. Mm-hmm. But so we get that, and then but we also get Squidward taking Doctor Strange up above because he's refusing to give up the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. Spider Man's holding on to Doctor Strange. Tony Stark told him to. Getting sucked up in the space. Tony Stark's flying up. Spider Man is gonna pass out and die presumably because he's falling back down to earth mm-hmm. and then as we see in the trailers we get spider-man with the iron spider suit yeah so good did oh not disappoint God. that whole scene the cinematography in that when they're flying up in the space and you get spider-man holding on to the ship mm-hmm. and you see space around him that was awesome yeah and then i love the part where tony just sends him home with the parachute yeah. <laughs> obviously spider-man was not just going home 
No. So Spider-Man's eventually escapes parachute, just trailing him back. But then we now have Tony, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange heading into space and now heading into deeper space with Squidward and the Time Stone. Mm. So we then jump into a different part of space where we have the Guardians, who we have not seen since uh, Guardian Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Which I guess time-wise, you could say that this jumped like one or two years, I think. Yeah. Between Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and and this movie, which yeah. is actually referenced that the time between Captain America: Civil War and this movie had been multiple years. Mm-hmm. So we know that's been a few years since all pretty much everything that we've last seen has happened. So like Black Panther has been king for multiple years now. Yeah. So a lot has developed from basically the last time we've seen any anybody, other than Thor. So it's the Thor movie we now we now realize was the most recent mm-hmm. movie. Yes, and uh, it's interesting too because it's like oh yeah, Mantis is like a new character, but if you break it down, it's like actually the Guardians were like the Guardians for a week, and then they got Mantis. So Mantis has been there for like two years with them. Yep. So now the Guardians, we have teenage Groot. Oh my god, yeah. Apparently going to be a teenager. <laughs> and then we get the scene where Groot is refusing to put down the game. And then he says, I am Groot in a specific way. And it's almost made to be like a swear. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> the, yeah. Guardians are on, the Guardians are on their way to answer the stress call that we heard in the very beginning of the movie from the Asgardians. Mm. They get to the sh- destroyed site. They realize that pretty much everybody there is dead. And obviously we get Thor, who lands on their windshield. Rocket Raccoon yells to, hey, wipe that off, get him off. Mm-hmm. Also hilarious. I'm just going to point out every funny movie in this moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and excuse my coughing, too. I have, a, I have a bad cold. But, you know, deal with it. It's free. <laughs> so we get that, and then we get Thor in the ship. We get the whole thing explained about, hey, I'm going to try and kill Thanos. Mm-hmm. We have Gamora being like, hey, Thanos was my dad. I'm glad they did a little cool thing there where they did that Thor. I thought Thor was going to freak out. And yeah. like, hey, we tough fail. Was my, yeah, yeah. my mom was killed by a dark elf. My sister, my half-sister was banished to hell. Yep. She took my eye, and she also killed my dad. And my brother Loki is a piece of shit, but he's dead now too. Yeah. My best friend is also dead. Mm-hmm. And the woman I used to love on Earth, I just don't talk to her anymore. Uh, yeah, and we got a little bit of fat shaming of Peter. We did. That's very funny. Shit close to home. (laughs) That's fat, brother. I gotta. Uh, I know, right? (laughs) Um, I love that though. It's like you know what? I'm gonna get a bull flex. I'm gonna commit. Very funny. That line cracked me up. So at that point, we realize that Thor is going to try and get a a new uh, 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 Titan killing weapon Mm. assembled. The only place that he can get it made, I forgot the name of the planet. I've seen it twice. I totally forgot the name of it. But he's going to add a, a, a neutron star. They're going to harness the power of it. But he has to go there. He has to get this weapon or else there's no shot at killing Thanos, even with the power stone. He's just too powerful. Yeah. The Rocket Raccoon, being Rocket Raccoon, he's like, hey, I'm going a lot. I'm the captain of this ship. Yeah, that's and He's great. like, okay, Rabbit, come along. And then we also get Groove, by the way. I just fucking love that he called him Rabbit the entire movie. <laughs> the entire movie. movie. It was not like a one-off joke. It was the entire movie. It worked. It worked. Mm. So Thor, Groot, and Rock Raccoon are going off to get this weapon. Meanwhile, Mantis, Drax, uh, Gamora, and 
Star-Lord are going back to nowhere mm -hmm. to try and get the Reality Stone. Yep. Correct? Yes. And maybe try to kill Thanos. More importantly, they just want to get the Reality Stone. Yeah, and I think um, Thor fits in really well with the Guardians. Right. Like, really well. I agree. I was surprised. Even, like, the little banter when he was like, he's going to nowhere, and Mantis is like, well, he has to be going somewhere. <laughs> you know, and uh, Peter's like, no, we, we've been to no, nowhere. It's a place. And, like, just even that stuff is like, man, Thor just, like, fits. I wouldn't mind seeing Thor in Guardians 3. It's rare that you take these many uh, they're on the same universe but this many crossovers mm. all thrown together at once it amazes me with this movie how well it worked i don't know how much of it was because we've basically been going on with these characters for 10 plus years mm. but also with the fact that it was just so exciting to see them together but it just it worked like you just yeah. said it, it just worked so well and i think on all fronts it worked well we'll get into a little bit later when we have a iron man and star lord crossover but We'll get to that. Right. So, the Guardians are off to nowhere. Thor is off to get his new weapon assembled. We then cut to Scarlet Witch and a human vision in Yeah, Scotland. Paul Bettany himself in Paul the movie. Paul Bettany again. <laughs> who I always get confused with Jude Law. <laughs> so, we get Paul Bettany. And, well, we get Vision and Scarlet Witch. In Scotland, we obviously find out they're on two different sides mm -hmm. of the events that took place in the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch is on Captain America. Vision is on uh, Iron Man, obviously, because Iron Man basically made Vision. Mm -hmm. uh, we this find out they're very, very much in love, and they're banging, and they're in Scotland, mm -hmm. and then they're like, hey, I need to go back to Captain America. I have responsibility to Iron Man, but, you know, let's stay together. And then all of a sudden they see that New York was attacked. I'm like, okay, never mind. We gotta go handle our biz. Yeah. And, but, then, <laughs> and then your girl Proxima Midnight. Yeah, Proxima Midnight. She uh, comes and uh, along with Corvus Glaive. Hold on, gotta edit that. Out. I don't know. I don't know if that's Corvus Glaive or not. But hold on, just give me a sec. An ad started playing on a web page I have open. So 30. I'll let, I'll let you re-jump in. Just let me know. So yeah, we got uh, Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive. And Corvus Glaive just straight shanks Vision. As I mentioned earlier, I thought he was just straight up dead. But mm. so then we got a little fight there. We obviously have Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive kind of really just like fucking shit up. They're doing... They're they're giving Scarlet Witch and Vision and a, a hurt Vision mm -hmm. the business. Yeah, full power Vision and Scarlet Witch. These two get squashed. Mm -hmm. But uh, and that, a, a dying Vision. Yeah, it's not uh, as great. Half-ass Vision. It was yeah. he's, he's he has one eye at the end of this point <laughs> with Vision. And then we see a little shadowy figure behind the train. Mm -hmm. And by God, is that Captain America's music? <laughs> and I know, doing his best uh, Batman impersonation. <laughs> That is Captain America and or the creepiest guy in Scotland. Yeah. Hanging He's just out by a guy. the train. <laughs> and it's Captain America, Falcon, and and Black, Black it's Widow. Black Widow. Excuse me. Sorry. The cough's coming on. <laughs> and then so we get a little fight there, and that's not even really a fight anymore. No, they just... Okay. I love this because it shows it's been two years and how good the three of them work together as a team. Yep. 
Like two of them are just straight up humans and they're mm. still able to take these like monsters down. Well, I think Black Widow's poor impressive because she is straight up human and has no armor on yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just has like a taser. And she's going toe to toe with an with a galactic assassin. Mm. I guess you could call you could call uh, Proxima Midnight. That's yeah. such a such a fucking babe, Proxima Midnight. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I know it's Carrie Koo, which blows my mind. I'm gonna go back and see it for a third time. <laughs> So we get that little fight there. Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive. Corvus Glaive got jacked up, and yeah. they get they get beamed back up. And was it Scarlet Witch or Cap that stabs him? I th- think it was Cap. I think it was when he threw. No, no, no. It was uh, it was it was uh, Black Widow that did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not Scarlet. Witch. With with the little like but... uh, trident thing. Mm-hmm. So with their own weapon. With their own weapons, so they get that. So they're beamed back up, mm-hmm. and then so we obviously have capped, Cap, Scarlet Witch, all them. They're all together now. All right. So then after that, we cut to back to the Guardians, where we have a Gamora flashback. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now I'm remembering, we have a Gamora flashback of Gamora as a child coming on Gamora's home planet. Mm-hmm. See that the planet's getting completely destroyed. Yeah, and... very reminiscent of New York. Yeah, it's pretty pretty brutal. Mm. And we caught in Gamora, a little little girl Gamora and her mother. Um, she gets taken away. She's running where her mother is, and then Thanos comes out of nowhere, like, "Hey, little one, why don't you come over here for a second? He gives her her little dual switchblade thing, I guess you can call it. Mm-hmm. Takes that, um, and then you see in the background that half half the people there are being. Uh, killed by a firing squad, the other half on the right side, mm-hmm. and then we kind of see how Thanos and Gamora came to meet, and then we cut to present day Gamora on the ship talking to Peter, like, hey, if there's a chance that Thanos can get me while we're on nowhere, please promise me, swear on your mother, that you will kill me rather than let him take me. Right. And Peter, of course, is like, well, I really don't want to, but <laughs> Really, uh, I swear. I swear on my mother. Yeah. And then we have a little uh, <laughs> diffusion of the tension with Drax. So very, very. This is very funny to me. So then we get Drax eating his little, his little like galactic nugget thing. Yeah. And he's like, I've harvested the ability to basically be invisible by moving incredibly slow. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the case. The mantis walks in, and is like, Hey, Drax. Yeah. And that was that was a very funny. That's a typical. That's a very good Guardians moment. Yes. Drax is just I don't know. It's just something very funny about Batista. It's he, he does very very well with the. Drax yeah, he said his stride in this role. Like he just he's perfect. So I believe at this point we then cut to Captain America, and at this point we're gonna get very like sketchy with the exact timeline. They're all gonna be the same shit in the end. So then we cut to, I believe, Captain America and in that whole team, mm-hmm. and the ship flying back to Avengers HQ in upstate New York. They yep. get there, and Iron Patriot uh, Rhodes is there. Mm-hmm. He's talking to now Secretary of State Ross. I know. Like, hey, what's going on? You know, I need you to arrest these people, even though like the world's about to go to hell, and they're still like, hey, arrest them. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, and I thought about it in this movie, like, why doesn't the government not all get involved in this? Like, the Battle of Wakanda? If you mm-hmm. had, like, all the armies there, they probably would have been a pretty fair shot that they would have beat Beaten them pretty down. easily. Yeah, that's a good point. But 
the fact that it just shows politics they're just like hey arrest them even though we're like facing certain death mm -hmm. arrest them right uh, obviously Rose doesn't do that he swipes left and then he's like hey nice to see you guys again this I think it's the first reference we get that it's been a few years mm -hmm. he has artificial kind of like electronic braces on his legs mm -hmm. showing that he's still paralyzed from the end of Civil War so <clears throat> they're talking they're like hey I think the only way to be able to do this is to try and remove the stone mm -hmm. from Vision, uh, and then we, we get a reunion. We get also get a reunion between Bruce Banner and uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. I, I keep want to say her full name, Natasha Romanoff. It is yeah. Natasha Romanoff. Yep. Um, so that's a nice little reunion between them, obviously, because they had a little bit of a love thing going on in Age of Ultron. Yes. And then uh, obviously they did not see each other since. And so then they say, hey, you know, I know where we can go. And then we cut to fucking Wakanda, which I love yes, that so Black good. Panther music. We cut to King T'Challa walking down through the fields. And then we see White Wolf slash Bucky Barnes there. Mm -hmm. And then we finally see how Bucky gets his new arm. And we're like, hey, the fight's coming to us, brother. Yeah, I kind of like this because it's, you know, the farmer, pretty like classic. Mm -hmm. Scenario like the warrior who just wants to retire, he's mm -hmm. getting called back into battle. He finally gets his nice new arm, which we were talking about how he's gonna get it. Ooh, so very nice, very nice color. So then I believe at this point we then cut to back to the Tony Stark and Spider Man. I believe this mm -hmm. is where we cut back to them. I believe so. so we, cut, we cut back to the ship with Squidward, Tony Stark, Spider Man, and. Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange's Strange's cloak. Yep. I was watching so, an interview, and for some reason, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is very specific that it's a cloak, not a cape. So I want to so, honor his wishes. I, okay, I'll call it's it very me. silly. But... So we cut to that Doctor Strange is being tortured by mm -hmm. Squidward. Squidward's like, "You're gonna give me that time stone, goddammit. it!" And then he's resisting, resisting, resisting. And then Spider Man comes up with a plan that like hey you ever see that old movie aliens <laughs> so then they come up with a plan and they start fighting squidward they blow a hole in the side of the ship squidward gets sucked out and then <clears throat> spider-man we finally see spider-man's new little iron legs yeah. saves dr strange from being sucked out as well they're all safe and then we also see squidward drifting off into space frozen mm -hmm. i will say now i'm not convinced that he's dead you think he might come back yeah, he's frozen for how powerful that dude was. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's dead. Because yeah, we see him freeze, but he we also see saw him do a lot of other magical things mm -hmm. before this movie. I don't think he's dead. We'll get into if that matters or not in the very end. Right. Yeah, a very strong um, powers, kind of like a warlock, wizard type mm -hmm. character to match, to actually outmatch Doctor Strange. I would say that he's arguably more powerful than Princess Leia. Probably. And, if, and if Princess Leia can survive mm -hmm. being sucked out, spoilers to Star Wars Last Jedi, you don't really need to see it. If it's spoilers to her getting sucked out and she can survive the being in a blast mm -hmm. and getting sucked out and freezing and then pulling herself back in, I think this guy might be able to survive. But obviously I guess that remains to be seen. I just don't think he really had a further part to play in this movie anyway. Mm -hmm. I like so, the uh any one of these could kill your friend and Tony's just like, well, he's not really my friend. This is more of a professional courtesy than anything. 
It's a, it was a very good Iron Man. Little quick, quick, uh, quick wit right there. Yeah. And then so they they're like, hey, we need to go back to Earth, Dark Strange. And then the, and then Tony is like, no, we can't go bring that back to Earth. Mm-hmm. We have to bring the fight to him. And then so they realize that the ship is on autopilot. They're like, all right, well, I guess we're on autopilot. Yeah. Lucky so, that he didn't just set it to like cruise control. Yep. To just aimlessly go into space forever. So we then uh, I don't know if this is like the, how it went in the how it went timeline wise. Mm. We then cut back to the guardians who have now arrived on nowhere. Realize it's pretty much abandoned. Yes. It doesn't look like it's been destroyed, but it's just abandoned. And then they get there, and then they find Thanos interrogating the collector. Bencino del Toro, man. I'm glad we got to see him one last time. <laughs> he was, he was, uh, was such fun. A, such a treat. So we see Thanos interrogating him, and then we have first Drax who tries to go up and just straight up kill Thanos, mm-hmm. as Drax would. That's true to his character. Yeah. And Mantis puts him to sleep, and then, you know, Star-Lord tells Gamora to go right, and she goes left. Oh, and she runs up and she gets a good jab at Thanos, mm-hmm. stabs him in the neck. I was like, whoop, whoop, that's not gonna, that's gonna hurt. Yep, neck, then heart. And heart. Stabs him right in the heart. The Thanos, Thanos is out dies. Bleeding on the ground. <laughs> and then she's crying. And as Star Lord says, well, that was easy. Yeah, that was so good. That is like, like I said, that's such a Guardians moment. It's also this is a very self-aware movie. Yeah. Like every, every there were every, that's what I, I think why I have very very few issues with this movie if at all is that they're self-aware with some of the cheesy comic booky type moments. Right. So they stab and kill Thanos. So Thanos is now dead. And we're like, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody actually thought Thanos was No, dead. no, of course not. But then we hear Thanos talking like, "Oh, you do actually care about me, little one." Mm. And then we see start seeing nowhere transform into a destroyed everyone's dead place. Yeah. And uh, I liked uh, the Venetia del Toro after she sounds yes. like magnificent. Yes, that was that was such a perfect way for his character to end. Yeah. Too. And then we see that he has clearly gotten the reality stone mm. because he altered reality when he was there. And then he showed what really happened is they completely fucked up and destroyed nowhere. Yep. Thanos appears, takes Gamora, and turns uh, Drax into, like, some cubes. I thought Drax straight up was dead at this point. I, 100%. I like, oh, shit. That's I think that's why. So, so they first turned Drax into cubes, mm. and then they put... Man, they they put Mantis into like some spaghetti. Yeah. And I think that's why they showed her eyes still moving. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, okay, they're not dead. Right. But I agree. I thought Drax was dead. So then we get a face off between Gamora being held captive by Thanos and Peter Quill, Star Lord, being tested with what he promised to to Gamora. Mm-hmm. She says, Hey, you promised me do it. Yeah, and I thought a, like, good moment for the actor, for um, Chris Pratt to, like, show off some of his acting chops here. It's sad, man. Shit. He's going to do it, too. He pulled that trigger. Unfortunately, when he pulled that trigger, Thanos obviously was egging it on. Do it, do it, do it. We now know why he was egging him on. Mm -hmm. He pulls the trigger and out come bubbles. Yeah. Now Thanos just has the ability to just 
make things bubbles. Mm-hmm. He can alter and do whatever the fuck he wants now, which is kind of... I'll touch on this in a second. So then Thanos just takes Gamora, and then Star-Lord's like, shit. Mm-hmm. And then, but obviously Drax and Mantis come back to life, which good. I'm glad Drax and Mantis weren't dead at that point. Right. But then now Thanos has Gamora, which brings me on to my next point. At this point, Thanos is pretty much unbeatable with just the reality stone. Yeah. But he also has the power in the space stone. I don't fully understand how there was even a shot after this to beat him. I think a lot of it is Thanos just really is like a showman and like kind of believes in like equal chances. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he's not out to kill people straight up in this movie. Yep. I think clear from this scene where he doesn't kill Drax and Mantis. Yep. And he could have crushed Cap's skull at the end very easily, but he doesn't. He just knocks him out. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's not about straight murder in this movie. Not think, that he's not about straight murder at all, but I think he enjoys torturing people much more than mm-hmm. he likes the challenge. I yep, I agree. <laughs> Uh, we did get a cool little thing too after that, where he's like, and where he did pull the trigger, and Thanos goes, mm, "I like him." I and know that's great. Then he makes the little portal and goes into it. So I believe. Well, that's good. I'm gonna keep saying I believe at this point. Mm-hmm. We then get Thor, Rocket Raccoon, and Groot mm-hmm. finally going to the planet of Eitri. I believe is called now. Now that I've, yeah. uh, I've discovered, they go to Eitri, which uses the power of a star to mm-hmm. generate all these weapons they get there um, before this Thor is telling a little bit of a backstory of pretty much the messed up life that he's had mm-hmm. Rocket Raccoon then gives him an eyeball oh yeah. yes yeah they were like you know what we're, we don't like the pirate Thor look we're changing it now so the, the pirate angel now has an eye and pretty funny because at first the eye is all crooked and, yeah. and oh, not looking good at all and then Thor's like, hey, I don't think this eye works. Everything looks dark. Mm-hmm. And the raccoon's like, hey, I don't think it's that eye. This place looks completely desolate and abandoned. Mm-hmm. And so they get there, and there's nobody there. And then all of a sudden, we see this giant dwarf, I guess mm-hmm. you could call him a giant dwarf, running at Thor. And Thor's like, hey, 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 it's me, it's me. Mm-hmm. And then we soon find out that this is Peter Dinklage, who I didn't even know was in this movie. No, I knew he was in the movie, I, but I didn't know what he was Somehow in completely missed that he was in this movie, or I forgot, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh, no, I'm sorry. So, Eitri is... Okay, so Eitri is Peter Dinklage's character's name. Mm-hmm. The name of the planet thing is called Nid of Belier? Whatever. Okay. Well, it doesn't really fine. matter. It's a dying star that the dying star was forged in. So, Peter Tinklage is a rather large, giant dwarf. Mm-hmm. He's four, five times bigger than everyone else. And he's like, hey, Thanos came here, forced me to create the gauntlet, which we now know the roots of the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And he promised to keep everybody alive, didn't kill everybody else, and also turned my hands into basically like just like, like metal. Yeah, like I, it's a dark line. Your life is yours, but your hands are mine. Very dark. Thanos is a very, very dramatic dark person. He is dramatic. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. So we then find out that Ichiru's like, hey, yeah, they did this, this, and this. And Thor's like, hey, I need you to create this axe for me. Mm-hmm. And then Ichiru's like, it can't be done. 
the star is dead. We don't know how to do this at all. And then Thor's like, well, I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, you're going to have to get, get rings going. And then at this point, I believe we cut to... I'm going to say... Okay, I, I think it's Gamora I, in the ship, right? Yes. Yep, yeah. I believe we cut to Gamora in the ship where we go to Thanos' throne. Gamora kind of talks about how she hates the throne, mm -hmm. how she hated growing up here. At and then we get a real real another human aspect of Thanos which I think works so goddamn well in this movie mm -hmm. she says I hate that throne I hate that chair and so Thanos instead of sitting on the throne he sits on the steps yeah with her which I thought was very like poetic and was nice mm -hmm. and it's kind of to the point that I'll get to later on is that Thanos is I liked Thanos more than just the bad guy I liked him as a character yeah I thought the very quick and rapid character development they did with him in this and the way that they wrote him was very, very, very well done. Yeah, and we actually get a motivation, which is something that, listen, people who go on to write more superhero movies, mm -hmm. just give, we don't have to agree with why the villain is doing something, but just give us a reason for us to understand why they're doing something. Yeah. Like, I don't agree with what Thanos is doing, but I can see why Thanos thinks what he's doing is right. He's essentially like a, like a, like a, He's leading like a cult, yeah. basically. He's reading like a. He's, this is like a, a cult ver. This is like an Avengers version of a cult. Yeah, he's the uh, the biggest eco terrorist out there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, he's yeah. He's like he's just like a, a religious cult fanatic. Mm -hmm. and he's saying, "Hey, I want to use all this power to bring balance to the universe." Very Star Wars. He wants to bring balance to mm -hmm. the universe. He wants to kill half half the universe. So that all future generations won't have to grow up in poverty and in hunger mm -hmm. and in war. He wants everybody to grow up live in a balanced universe. Obviously, he's disturbed because that's not what's going to happen at all. <laughs> right. But as you said, there's a mode, There's a method behind his madness. Mm -hmm. Like he's not like the Joker where you don't know why. He's just not just doing this just to create madness. Mm -hmm. Not to say the Joker's not a good character. Right. But – yeah, Thanos, I think this was very well written. I think it was brought over from the comics as well. Mm. But Thanos has motives. He has, as we'll see, he has things that he loves. He has things he cares about. But first and foremost, he has a goal, and he, it's most important to him because he thinks that he's the only person in the universe that sees this is the only way. Mm -hmm. So then we obviously get Thanos, and he's like, hey... I'm not disappointed in you because you didn't find the soul stone. I'm disappointed in you because you found the soul stone and you fucking lied about it, mm -hmm. which is actually a pretty big part in this movie, but I wasn't really like taken back. Mm -hmm. But at that point I'm like, Oh, I don't think she found the soul stone, but I guess we'll wait and see. And then we cut to them walking into a torture chamber, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And we see Nebula at first. And you think Nebula's just floating. And then we realize that Nebula is being torn apart. Yeah, that was brutal. And Nebula's being tortured, and then Gamora's like, I don't know where what you're talking about. We never found the Soul Stone. Mm -hmm. And then Nebula being like the android robot she is, she recorded, as she always does, uh, the conversation between her and Gamora, where Gamora says that she found the map to the Soul Stone, yeah. but she destroyed it. And then after torturing Nebula a little bit more, Gamora confesses that the, soul, that the map led to Voromir. Mm-hmm. So we then cut back to Wakanda, where Cap and the team, they get off the ship, and then Black Panther, King T'Challa, excuse me, 
they're greeting them with open arms and mm. Akoi has this funny line where she goes you know when you said that we're going to open Wakanda up to everyone I didn't imagine this and he goes well what did you imagine she goes I don't know maybe like the Olympics or like Starbucks or something <laughs> I got just another part that like the comedy worked to lighten mm. the mood a little bit got a lot of dark shit going on right and so we <laughs> have Cap and them being like hey they're coming once again excuse my coughs they're coming, you know, and we, this is our plan. We need to get this stone out of there. So then we then cut the Shiri in them. Mm-hmm. Shiri, who, one of my favorite parts from Black Panther. I think she's a fucking star in the making. Mm-hmm. She is screening vision and she's, and then they're talking a whole bunch of scientific terms like, Hey, yeah. why, well, you know, we wired them up this way. So all these different things could be linked. And then she's like, well, why didn't you do it this way? He's like, mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I didn't think of it. Yeah, I know. So his, we, his response is literally just like, "Well, we didn't think of that." So we we, we clearly see that she is a fucking genius, and mm. she's smarter than Bruce Banner, Tony Stark. Yeah. So maybe the smartest character in the MCU at this point. Confirmed. Yeah. Like, there's no Reed Richards, so. So we then come up with a plan that they are going to remove the Mind Stone out of Vision mm. without killing him. They can do it without killing him. He will still have all the abilities he of like Tony Stark and Ultron and all that. He mm-hmm. just won't have the Mind Stone in him anymore. Yeah, so I don't. I I guess that would take his powers away. I think it was. Yeah, I think he would still have the knowledge. He just wouldn't have his powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Which I, I would say his knowledge is arguably his most powerful asset mm-hmm. because even when he's getting into this fights, he's getting kind of he's getting beat up. Yeah. And even when he's using his things, he's paralyzed in Iron Patriot and stuff. So I don't know how useful he was with all these powers, to be honest. Right, right. So then the fight's coming. They say the fight's coming. And then is this where the ships crash down, or is that later on? I think it is because um, Falcon's like, hey, we got a situation out here. And yep, that's yep. when like, they're all crashing down. Yep, and then yeah, so they start crashing down, and this is where he's like, lock down the city, and somebody get, get, Iron, get Captain a shield. Yeah, it's a great part from the trailer. Let me get this in the shield. And then uh, one of the spaceship crashes directly on top of the dome and oh, just explodes. So I love this place. Oh, that was so good. So they're all crashing down. Shit's hitting the fan. And then we see Cap and Black Panther walk up to meet the... Uh, what's, what's your, Midnight. Proxima Midnight. This is such a fucking ridiculous name. Obsidian. Obsidian and the other guy. And she's like, hey, you know, we're here to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and she makes us think that uh, the other elf guy's dead. Because they're like, oh, where's your friend? And she's like, you'll pay for his life with yours. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, they killed him, I guess. Um, but that's not the case. So we that no, I thought that was the case. No, because he comes back, he sneaks around them. See, I thought that was just a random guy. No, it was the same elf guy. Oh, was it? All right. Yeah, well, they just they just pranked him. Really, you pay more attention than I do. And so this is where our battle of Wakanda is getting ready to begin. We see that all these monsters start pouring out, mm-hmm. and yeah, pretty they, hard fighting monsters. A hundred percent. They start pouring out and. They are getting ready to start fuck shit up, and they finally start coming through the barriers. Yeah, that and was the interesting thing. They're just straight suiciding. 100%. the side. It was very They're kamikazing their way through until they start, all start finally getting through. And then, so this is where the Battle of Wakanda begins. 
And then this is where we also finally cut to uh, Thanos and Gamora back on Thormir. Boromir, mm-hmm. one of the uh, Lord of the Rings characters, Boromir. <laughs> right. Um, we cut to this planet, and this is where, as we discussed earlier, we have the meetup between Red Skull and Thanos, saying, hey, this is where the Soul Stone is. You need to sacrifice something you love. Gamora doesn't think he loves anything. As Gamora will quickly find out, she was one of the only things, if the only, if not the only thing that he loved in the universe. Mm-hmm. And for the Soul Stone, Thanos throws Gamora off the mountain, effectively killing her, I believe, for good. I th- I think if any of the characters straight up died, like didn't get disappeared, like straight died, then they're dead for good. So we then have Thanos gets the Soul Stone, and then he wakes up in the water and realizes he has a Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. At this point, we then cut to Iron Man, Spider-Man. They are crashing into Titan because uh, navig- <coughs> autopilot leads it back to Titan, mm-hmm. Thanos' home planet. They crash down on Titan, and then they all sudden come into contact with who they think is one of Thanos' men, although it turns out to be the Guardians. So yeah, that was great. Little- that was like a mini Civil War. like Very cool. It was cool for as quickly as it lasted. It, w- it was cool. And then I love the part where they're in the fight, and Doctor Strange goes, who... Who is you? Who do you serve? Who's yeah. your master? And Star Lord goes, "What do you want me to say, Jesus?" Yeah. <laughs> that part, oh, that was. I think that was my favorite, like, comedic part. Mm-hmm. That part makes me laugh each time I've seen it. I like that, and like the moment right before he's holding the gun to Peter's head, and uh, to Peter Parker's head, he's like, "I'll shoot him." And then Tony's like, "Yeah, you shoot my guy, I'll shoot your guy." And then he like makes the giant gun, and Drax and Drax is like, "Do it, Quill. I think I can take it." And then no, you well, you forget one of the best parts. He's like, "Where's Gamora?" Oh, yeah. Iron Man goes, "I'll do you one better." Who is Gamora? Yeah. And fucking Drax goes, "I'll do you one better." Why Gamora? Yeah. That's just oh, another man. one of the fucking. That whole scene is just it's great. Yeah. And so we now have them link up, and then they come up with a plan that they believe Thanos is coming. They're going to be able to trap Thanos, mm-hmm. and this is how we're going to do it. We got the scene from the trailer that we've all seen in the Star Wars. Like, well, yeah. yeah, your plan's great, but it sucks. So my plan's better. So let's do that. Yeah. So we then cut to, well, at that point we also very important. I can't skip this at mm-hmm. all. Very no, this important. is a really important part. We then also see that Doctor Strange is kind of tweaking out in the back, mm-hmm. and then he says, "Hey, I just went through like four hundred million and eighteen uh, scenarios, alternate realities." Of this exact same <coughs> situation fight and by the way there's only one that we end up winning mm-hmm. and that one must somehow involve tony still being alive for what happens later spoilers spoilers <laughs> within the spoilers within the spoilers so we then cut to thor who is now trying to get his hammer storm storm stormbringer stormbreaker I actually had a question Sure. Um, in God of War, the new mm-hmm. game, he has an axe, kind of similar to this. Is it the same axe, or they just happen to like operate similarly? So we are now. We were now. It's like Inception. We are now yeah. going from uh, Avengers into God of War. Looks re- pretty similar. Yeah. All right. That's all I want to know. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
derail so the Thor, podcast completely. Thor is, I mean, this is all over the place, but we usually are. <laughs> People are, whoever's still listening, God bless you. Yeah, for real. So that we finally get Thor's assembly to Hamor, and then he's like, hey, by the way, that door, we you got the star going. Mm. Oh, by the way, the door just doesn't open. So Not like, anymore, we can't it breaks off. can't even do this anyway. Yeah. So he's like, oh, we can't do it. And Peter Dinklage is his deep-ass voice. It's like, you can't do it. You're going to die, boy. <laughs> and, then Thanos, and then Thor's like, well, I'll only die. I'll, I'll only be killed. If I'll, not if I, only if I'm killed. Or not. Yeah. What, what exactly he can't, he's like, it's suicide. And then suicide. he's like, only if it kills me. <laughs> like, yes, that's, that's what that's killing what means. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Peter Dinklage does it so well. Oh, man. So Thanos gets the star movement. He opens the door. He's getting blasted by the star, like radiation, heat. Yeah. He's taking it on, but uh, Peter Dinklage manages to get the uh, get the metal belts. Mm. Thor is blowed off. I uh, Rocket tries to catch him and just has no hope. I think we maybe get a little bit ahead of ourselves. So we, I'm cutting back to Wakanda on my own. Okay. So we then cut back to Wakanda, and we have. I think I think we probably just skip one or two parts, but whatever. So we then cut back to Wakanda, and they're all fighting, and then finally Black Panther decides to open up the part of the part of the part Shield. of the force field yeah. to allow them in, so they all don't go around <laughs> to attack everybody else. Yeah, that was very interesting and a kind of like tactical like move, you know, sacrifice. Because people are going to die by doing this. That's my boy. As my boy Umbako said, this is going to be the end of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And so they're all coming in. This is where shit really starts hitting the fan. They're mm-hmm. all fighting. Captain America and Black Panther run out in front of the crowd. I love that, crazy. but why isn't Bucky up there with him? In Civil War, they're all running the same speed. I don't know. Like, Bucky's, oh, he's a farmer, bro. He's probably going to hurt back. <laughs> tired. He's like, guys, I have not been doing cardio. I've just um, been hanging out. Throwing hay with one arm for the yeah. past two years. <laughs> See these scrawny legs? Right. So they're all fighting. It's just hitting the fan. We then cut back to this isn't what actually happened. But this isn't how it cut, but I'm going to cut back anyway. We then cut back to uh, Thor getting his hammer assembled. They finally get it melted. And then uh, Peter Dinklage is like, hey, tree, can you help me find the ham- the handle? Mm-hmm. And then Groot grows his arm out, assembles the axe, cuts his own arm off. Mm-hmm. And then Thor, who we think is dead, well, we don't think he's actually dead, but he's passed out. Uh, he then reaches out, and we see the axe start to levitate and lightning to it. We then cut back to Wakanda, and they're all fighting. They're getting pretty messed up at this point. Um, but then, hey, don't you know it? All of a sudden, we see electricity come down, and we see an axe start flying around. And it's your boy, Thor. Thor yeah. is back to life. Who would have thunk? And he summoned yeah. the Bifrost. He did. Yeah, he, it's he, pretty he, dope. He's, as Peter Dinklage said, by theory, it could summon the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. So we now have a way to do that again. Yes. So that happens. So Thor's into the fight in Wakanda now, and they're all fighting fucking shit up. And then, as Brian seems to think that the uh, other guy, uh, the other Thanos bad guy, comes back to yeah, life. His main job in this movie is just to make Vision his bitch. And then so he's now going to uh, sneak up on Shiri to get the Mind Stone. She was almost, she's not even close to being done, actually. 
There's like 14 trillion neurons or something, and that just wasn't realistic in the time yep, provided. So he's attacking. He's attacking Shiri, and then Vision wakes up, and then so they start fighting, mm. and then so they're all like, "Okay, we got to detect Vision." Mm. So then we cut back to Titan, where Iron Man. I'm now gonna kind of rush through this to get to the very ending. So yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sorry. Pretty much everybody listening to this pretty much knows what happens anyway. Mm. We then cut back to Iron Man on Titan, and the whole team, and they're getting ready to fight Thanos and funny Thanos gets there and they start fighting mm -hmm. and they're all teaming up to work on him and they finally get him down they get both his arms pinned down Mantis jumps on him um, gets him to not go to sleep but basically gets him down, to become yeah. a vegetable for like a second trying to get the glove off they almost have the glove off and then they kind of piece together that Gamora is not there because yeah. she is dead and he, that's why he has the soul stone yeah and so Peter, fortunately, freaks out, starts hitting him on the head. Mantis can no longer control him, and basically the glove's off. Yeah, Peter almost has it off. The gauntlet is basically off. Thanos then catches it basically with the tip of his fingers, mm -hmm. puts it back on, and then all hell's breaking loose on that planet. They all start fighting and fucking shit up. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, then starts bringing down like the moon onto all of them. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Um, Although I don't know if it's this part of before, but when uh, Doctor Strange is using the portal power to, like, get Spider-Man, you know, to, like, just, like, constantly be hitting Thanos, that part's so great. And it's, like, really good for, like, the characterization of Peter. That even, like, he's on another world fighting a giant alien and he's still being quippy about it. Yep. Like, every time he comes through, he's just, like, magic, magic kick. We'll make Spider-Man <laughs> Spider-Man, dude. Yeah. So Thanos obviously is back being Thanos. He's fucking that up. Um, he ends up stabbing Tony. Yeah, I really thought Tony was dead here, yeah, to be honest with you. So he ends up stabbing Tony, but then Doctor Strange goes back on his word that he said earlier that he wouldn't trade anybody's life for the Time Stone. Yeah. Says, hey, allow Tony to live. I'll give you the Time Stone. Yeah. He does well, that. We get that awesome line from the trailer. He's he like, when I'm done, half of humanity will be gone, but half of it will still be here or whatever. I hope they remember you. Yep. It's like, oh, God, so good. Get, so Thanos gets the time stone. He's like, all right, peace out, losers. And he teleports out of there. And Tony's like, hey, why the fuck would you do that, dude? Yeah. And Doctor Strange's like, it's the only way. Mm -hmm. We're in the end game. We're in the end game now. Yeah. And we got that cool line of Peter like diving at him. He's like, where'd he go? And he like yeah. kind of realizes what he did and everything. He just is like. Did we just lose? Right. Oh, so, so good. Very poorly, Doctor Strange says, we are in the endgame now. Yeah. So we then cut back to Wakanda, where everyone's main goal is to protect Vision. Mm -hmm. um, they're fighting, they're fighting. They finally, they finally kill the people trying to attack Vision. Yeah, we got but some that, great banner moments, proving yep. that he's not just the Hulk. You nope. know? Like, he, well, he <laughs> has a giant Hulkbuster thing, but... <laughs> i just say, the one thing is that the Hulk is not basically not in this movie. No, he's a... Uh... Very Bruce Banner helper. Yeah, so I don't know. It was good though. I, I, I enjoyed having Banner. I agree. I agree. So after that, obviously Thanos pops pops up in Wakanda. Um, they are all fighting Thanos, but Thanos is too powerful. Oh, it's just it's a joke. Um, <laughs> he's just like pushing people he's, aside. Yeah, like. he's just messing everybody up. And then so we get to Thanos. Oh, first Scarlet Witch needs to... Scarlet Witch has to destroy uh, a vision. She ends up destroying the stone, uh, sadly killing him, mm. but also 
destroying the stone, but uh, Thanos now has the time stone. Yeah, another great line, line too, where yep. he's like, this is no time to mourn. This is no time. Yep. Uh, he rewinds it. Oh, so good. Rewinds it, kills Vision, takes the stone. He now has all six stones. Mm. Very, very powerful now. We also, before this, we got the scene that we saw from the trails with Cap and Thanos fighting, and Cap being incredibly strong. Mm -hmm. I thought that was going to be where Captain America dies. Ends up not being the case. Yep. Um, Just gets then, knocked out a little bit. It's yeah, fine. so then Thanos now has all six stones, and then he's very, very powerful. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, our boy Thor comes out of nowhere, yep. throws the axe at Thanos, hits him dead and center in the chest. And he's if hurt. this were a standalone movie, this would be the end. 100%. <laughs> throws the throws the axe over. He's in there. Uh, Thor's there. He's like, "Hey, sorry, you've lost." Pushes it into his chest, and then Thanos unfortunately says, "You should have went for the head, idiot." Mm -hmm. Snaps his fingers, and then we cut to him and Gamora. A little kid Gamora. She's like, "Hey, did you do it?" He's like, "Yeah." She's like, "What did it cost?" Everything. We then cut back to Wakanda, where Thor's like, "Hey, what did you just do? What happened?" Thanos pieces out, teleports out of there. And I love and, this because it's like there's like a moment where yep. nothing is happening. Nothing. Everything's fine. And then Bucky is like cat or like Steve. And he dissolves. And that just starts like a huge chain reaction of we're just losing all of our heroes. Everyone's disintegrating into the air. Thanos has done what he wanted to do. He accomplished. He has now wiped out half the universe. Mm -hmm. Bucky Black Panther, Groot, Scarlet Witch, um, Falcon, Falcon, Umbaku, mm -hmm. pretty much uh, everybody on Wakanda, almost essentially. Uh, only people left alive on Wakanda are Black Panther, Akoi. I think uh, Umbaku was still there. I think there's a shot of him. Oh, is it? Looking okay. confused as to Go. watching everyone else like disappear. Gotcha. Okay, so he's still there. Mm. Um, Iron Patriot, uh, Black Widow, Cap, yep. uh, Bruce Banner. Yeah. So basically, the original Avengers mm. plus McCoy <laughs> yeah. and Iron Patriot. And yep. then we cut back to Titan, where we have Tony, where everybody's starting to die. First, we get Drax. Mm. Drax starts fading away. Mantis. Um, and then we cut to Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange's like, it was the only way. He disappears. Yeah. And disappears. Then Tony says to Quill, like, stay Quill. And then he's like, oh, man. And he yeah, just that disappears. Was very, very tough. Yeah. And then we unfortunately get the saddest oh. part. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Where we have Peter Parker, Spider-Man. He is saying, Mr. Stark, I don't feel too well. And you just and could, he... like, see on Robert Downey Jr.'s face. Like, he does it so well. Like, right when Peter says, I don't feel well, he just, like, knows. Like, basically like his son at this point is also going to be one of the people who die. Peter Parker is fortunately the last person we see disintegrate in this, minus the post credit scene. Mm -hmm. He dies in a very, very sad way. He, we see the true, as I believe you said in text, uh, the, we see that he's still a kid. Yeah, he's, a, he's afraid. He's just a kid. He's afraid. He's scared out of his mind. He doesn't want to die. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, he dies, and then Tony realizes, because Nebula's still there, Tony realizes... He did it. He snapped his finger. He mm. the universe is dead. Tony realizes, I we lost. Like this yeah. is it. Then we cut back to Wakanda. Captain America's like, oh god, everyone's dead. I know. That's the last line, right? Oh god. 
Yep, and then we cut to Thanos in like some hut up in the mountains, mm-hmm. and Thanos is walking out, realizing what he's done, and he smiles, and then we cut two credits. God bless. <laughs> oh, what a recap, Ryan. What a recap. Uh, a marathon. Jesus. This this is some Emmy winning stuff right here. If you're still <laughs> listening, you get whoever's the one person still listening, yeah. you get the fan of the week, bro. Congrats. Because <laughs> now we're getting into the good stuff. Yeah, we just get that, to talk about it. So, Brian, right away, what do you give this movie on a scale of 1 to 10? Since we don't even stick to the original yeah, movie the, story system we brought up. The very in-depth, like, well-thought-out. Yes. And, you just uh, don't do that at all. Um, for me, this is a 9 out of 10. Um, the only way it would be perfect is if it was more standalone, but just by virtue of the type of movie it is. Yeah. It can't be standalone, but yeah. it's it's more like a TV show than a movie series at this point. And this is episode 20, the first season finale of uh, the Avengers TV show. And man, it was just it's just amazing. I, I love this movie. I'm so glad they went that dark because <laughs> I don't know about you, but in my theater, that was like a moment, dude. People were like screaming, which I kind of found a little weird to scream at the screen so my, personally, but... So my theater was uh, was pretty silent, pretty like dead silent both mm-hmm. times I saw this when this happened. Do you think it was more like you were just like, holy shit, I can't even say anything or what are you... What was I think it? it was extra between that. I don't think at first a lot of people knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think once it cut the, the credits, I think people were like, oh, okay, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's well known between the, like, with the average moviegoer, common fan, that this is like basically a two-part movie. Yeah, I wonder that too. I don't think like a lot of like just like the 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 regular person who's not diving deep into this like we are knew that this is gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I I give this like a nine point two out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think this I think that's actually the IMDb score, which is why I give it that. <laughs> I think that's like a very fair score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that this this is uh, this is a masterpiece of a superhero movie. This is very very impressive. The fact that they brought all these people together. And were able to turn it into what this was. This ending of this movie was like nothing we've ever seen before. Mm. And it, it was very impressive. And I'm glad, I'm glad it didn't end with the way a lot of us thought it was going to end with either Cap or Iron Man dying, Mm -hmm. where we had neither of them die, but we had pretty much every other person in this movie die. Very, very impressive. Um, So let's quickly review. At this point, on we're going to go into a quick like five minute discussion of spoilers on what we think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to quickly do the so if you don't want theories <laughs> semi-theories I think I'm going to do theories yeah uh, very quick though since it's a pretty long episode if you're still sticking around god bless you man uh, so after the after credit scene we obviously get uh, Nick Fury and Robin from How About Your Mother travel around in whatever city mm-hmm. and this is right when uh, Thanos would have snapped his finger because people start disappearing uh, Kobe Smulders disappears mm-hmm. Um, and then we get Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. He starts to realize what's going on. He runs to the back of his SUV and grabs a beeper. And then, unfortunately, we see that he is disappearing also. I did not expect that. Straight up. I, I did, did not. not either. <laughs> like Maria Hill? Okay. I can yep. see that. But Nick Fury? Oh, man. 
So Nick Fury starts to disappear. We get a typical Samuel L. Jackson like, oh, mother. Uh, yeah, that's that was more a, a so Samuel L. Jackson so moment good. than a Nick Fury moment. But... 100%. But it was so good. <laughs> and then it cuts to the beeper. He drops the beeper. It's a fucking beeper. Uh, it's sending, sending, sending. And then we see that Captain Marvel's uh, symbol pops up. Yeah. Um, and then that is the end of the egg credit. And then we just get Thanos will return. Um, oh yeah, so, that was great. No, no other one. Just Thanos will return. It's better than like if it ended as like the Avengers will not return. This is so. It. Uh, so obviously, Captain Marvel is going to play a really, really big part mm -hmm. in Avengers Four. Her movie comes out pretty much a month before Avengers Four comes out. Yep. We also get Ant Man and the Wasp this summer. Yeah, it's two months. It's right so, around the corner. Uh, so I'm assuming these two movies are going to be tied together, all leading to Avengers 4. Uh, we've confirmed that Ant-Man and the Wasp are going to take place before the Avengers, after Civil War. Yeah. Before Infinity War, after Civil War. Yeah. And then we are getting Captain Marvel in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. One of the bad guys in that movie is Ronan from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm -hmm. So, so we Nick Fury. We're getting Marvel. It's going to yep. be interesting. Jude Law as Marvel, yep. Yeah. So my big, big theory is that – it's not really my theory. It's a comic book Reddit accumulation of mine. I'm mm -hmm. just going to say it's mine. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm having like an allergy attack right now. Kind of, you're listening. God bless you. <laughs> um, my big theory is that we are going to have Captain Marvel somehow – that beeper is either A, some sort of time travel beeper – like she's getting this in the past or she's just been sitting on the sideline this whole time. Um, I think we're going to get Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're going to get some sort of, of quant what's the quantum realm? Quantum realm, yes. I think those two movies are going to be movies that you have to see. It's basically, they're both prequels to the final Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get across, I think we're going to see Captain Marvel in, in Ant-Man first off. Right. I think we're going to see here at the very end. I think you brought up a very, very interesting point earlier mm -hmm. that your theory of the after credit scene of Ant-Man mm -hmm. is that we're going to see someone. Of I, don't, I don't think it's going to be the after credit. I think it's going to be straight. The end, the last scene of the movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp beat whoever they're fighting in this movie, yep. win, and the Wasp disappears. Maybe even Hank Pym, too. It's like really yep. drive home the sacrifice for Scott yep. Lang here. So my um my theory of the ending of Captain Marvel, and I don't this is almost like probably assured, mm -hmm. is that the ending of Captain Marvel is gonna have to do with that beeper, mm -hmm. some okay. sort of way. Either whether we see Nick Fury and her give that beeper, or like we see her holding the beeper in the 1990s and all of a sudden it goes off. Yeah. I don't know if the quant if she can use the quantum realm to time travel, um because like time and space just doesn't matter in the quantum realm, mm -hmm. or something along those lines, where. Marvel is going to teach her the time travel or they're going to use the time before Thanos to be able to stop him from getting the Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All I know is Captain Marvel is the key to all of this. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very much looking forward to how they pull all this off. Yeah, me too, man. And I want to see if Hawkeye is going to show up, perhaps in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yep. Like, we don't know what's happening with Hawkeye in this movie. Yep. Um, obviously, he wasn't any of the promotional material. People thought it was weird. Now we know why, because yep. he's not in the movie. Yep. Um, even maybe a post-credit scene of his family disappearing. 
in Ant-Man and the Wasp to give some stakes for him to want to, you know, go after Thanos in Infinity War Part 2. Something like that. Because at this point, everybody has, like, a lot that they've lost from Thanos in Infinity War. Everyone who's still alive. So, should be interesting. Very excited to see it. Um, obviously, once we get Infin- once we get Ant-Man and the Wasp, we can dive a little bit deeper into this. Mm. Um, I want to say thank you very much for sticking around for like an hour and a half. Of yes, this. thank you so much for listening. I don't know if this is exactly how we plan on it going, of fully recapping, like minute by minute of how this movie went down. <laughs> Uh, but I had fun. I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed recapping it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you guys didn't mind uh, me having an allergy attack towards the end slash coughing the whole time. Um, but uh, thanks for listening. I want to say that next week we will be doing our summer movie pre summer our top five most anticipated summer movies. I think we agreed on Brian. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we're we gonna have to move what? on. It's like all right, yeah, it's just, in the past it, now. That's it. See you next year. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so we will be doing our top five summer movie preview, mm-hmm. which I'm very, very excited for. This is one of the first ideas that we came up with when we came up with this podcast. And I would and imagine one of us will put Ant-Man and the Wasp at least. Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps we'll be pushed into it. Infinity uh, War. Right. Um, and then I believe the week after that is Deadpool. Yes. I think. Yes. Um, if, they, if it's not that we get that, it's two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. And then the week after that, is Han Solo. So this is too much. <laughs> it's a very, very fun month coming up. So yeah. if you didn't just subscribe after this episode, after the two hours of me chit-chatting and Brian just have to listen to me as well, <laughs> you are true fans and I, I love you guys. Yes, thank you so much. And, you know, I don't think necessarily longer podcasts are bad. I think people sometimes enjoy having more to listen to. Yeah, if you're like putting us on in the background mm-hmm. while you and like your partner are making sweet love, mm-hmm. that's I why that's why we made the podcast. Just that's why we're here, baby. You you just you just got caught up on the Avengers as well as had some some some. I think we should just end this podcast. All now. right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. All Good right. Night. We will we will see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye.